Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of An Axe to Grind. I am Chris Gary. With me is Trevor, the Axe Gilmister, who is fresh off the set from Good, Bad, Ugly. For those who don't watch the segment weekly, what you see takes about two hours worth of edits to get a minute ten worth of content. What was the name last week? Sevo. You couldn't pronounce. Yeah, two vowels, two words. Sevo, Sevo, Sevo. There you go. And, uh, and he uh, played pretty good too. So, uh, yeah, but we're too busy uh, trying to put you know what on each other. That's the problem. We don't concentrate enough. <laughs> yeah, it is a problem. Um, let's just get straight into the big issue of the week, which is James Roberts and the Broncos. Not picked again. Looks like he's going to be uh, missing out. Won't even be playing Q-Cup because Winner Manly, the team he's assigned to, are in uh, PNG. This oh, week, yeah, okay. um, so yeah, that, that's uh, he, he'll be just training by himself basically over the weekend. If you're the Broncos, what do you do with James? Well, it's hard to know what uh, what's going on behind closed doors. We don't, you don't know what they've told him, and, and you know what he's if he's spoken to them as well. So what you hear sometimes is completely different. But um, if he's not happy there, um, you know, and the club's not happy. I think they should just make a deal, mate. You know, and mm. um, and sometimes uh, clubs will dig their toes in and I would say, no, 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 you, you know, you got to, you know, fight and, you know, whatever. Sometimes that's a good thing too for the player. Mentally, they get them over those little speed bumps in their careers, you know. I mean, they, they, they know they can do it because not, not everyone goes through their career, you know, playing sailing. That's that's impossible. But, um, yeah, I, I just think it's, it's probably not good for him at the moment. Um, but you don't know what deal they can broker. Say, say it's South, for, for instance, what deal they can break it with them. And a lot of it comes down to the coin, mate, as well. Mm. So what they're prepared to pay and, you know, the severance pay and things like that as well. So, yeah, it's a lot behind closed doors. But, um, yeah, if both teams, or both parties aren't happy, sort it out. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, if I'm another club, oh, I'm not signing James. No way. Not with his, you know, penchant for finding himself in troubled situations. And also his Achilles isn't right, isn't going to be right. He's going to be one of these players for the rest of his career who will be needing the occasional week off. Yeah, well, he, what's he got, a couple of years left at the Bronx? So um, he's got he's signed for the rest of this year and, and then next he's year. All, and next year. And he's yeah, on about, yeah. you know, you never really know the truth. No, no, But no. he's on about 500 cash. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm... If I was him, I'd you know I'd I'd be fighting hard to get me spot back here. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, but I mean you don't know too. Like he, he's got plenty of friends down there at South Sydney and, and around the Sydney area, around Redfern and all that type of thing. So you don't know what goes on. He's he's pretty good mates with Anthony Mundine apparently. So I don't know. So you don't know what he's telling him as well. So it's a bit of a bit of a kerfuffle in, at yeah. the moment. They need to sort it out, though. I, I think he'd be better with Mundine. As I understand, Seabold has been pulling him up a lot for things that Wayne let him get away yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. And Wayne, Wayne, that's his strength of coach. He, he does let certain players get away with things. Well, and, and, it's, and it's a different old world, isn't it? It'd be boring if we're all the same, Chris, you know what I mean? And, and we all different personalities. And one of Wayne's strengths is, is get to know their personalities. And, and what you see on the training paddock and what you see on the field sometimes is completely different to what they really are. Mm. Uh, everyone's perceived to be in this uh, type of uh, person before they, you know, get on the field and stuff like that. But sometimes a lot of blokes have got this real confidence and attitude about them, but they're not real confident at all. So mm-hmm. I've seen it, mate, firsthand. You know, a lot of it's bluff. And uh, I think James actually, to be honest, lacks a little bit of confidence. Uh, and, he, and, and Wayne would have brought the confidence into him. You know, that's what, that's what he's pretty good at, Wayne. You know, so, um, yeah, and, and some blokes are a bit too cocky. He'll bring them down a peg or two. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and that's the beauty about being a coach and, and he's been around a long time, so he probably knows what buttons to push 
um, in regarding the different personalities. How was he with you? What did he say after when you first met uh, He didn't say much to me. No, no, Wayne didn't. I, I, I thought I was going okay if he didn't say anything to me. So, But the players are different now. They, mm. they need you know, feedback and Cuddling. communication all the time. So I, mate, I was happy with the coach didn't talk to me. It means I was going okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you win? What happened when you oh, won well, first I won, man of the match? Oh, I, won, oh, I was at the, at the old uh, Lang Park and my first year at the Broncos and I got the, you know, the, the man of the match and he walked in with this white envelope who had nothing in it anyway. And, my, and I was a bit later in the sheds, did the interviews and, and Wayne said, do you get man of the match? And I said, yeah, yeah, kind of half proud. And, uh, and he went, oh, I thought you played better last week and turned around and walked <laughs> off. And, and I went, oh, okay. But but that's what he was trying to just keep my feet on the ground. I know what he was doing. Yeah. And, and I've been around a bit. And he was just trying to make sure I didn't get a big head, you know, and that was never going to be the case. But he was just making double sure. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, I think, with you, I like a lot of players under Wayne. You you understand what he's trying to do, but you can see through it as well. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. players just buy into it fully and just totally yeah, yeah, just yeah, think, yeah. oh, you know, they don't, they don't quite see the the mechanism behind it no no it's right and, and they're doing it for the better betterment of you and mm. the team uh, and that's what it's about playing in a team and um you know and I, I was so fortunate i was blessed to you and i was coached by arthur beach and um you know in my early days at norse you know barry muir and those blokes and they were old school you know and then arthur he was just fantastic i loved him he's like a second father to me and and the things he taught me just about a forward, you know, as well. The skill side of it was amazing. Um, and, and I think um, like he's completely different to Wayne. He didn't play games with you. He, he'd just tell you straight off, Arthur. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you're well, Wayne, or you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, yeah, exactly right. And, and Wayne had kind of he, – he'd go around the different curves and, and whatever, and, you know, that's fine. And, and I kind of – I dealt with that because that was fine. But some blokes, that's all they've been around. They've mm. only had Wayne as a coach. They didn't have anyone else, you know what I mean? So – um, you know, yeah, and that's fine. And you learn. And I reckon if you're open-minded as a player, you'll learn something off every coach you've ever had, whether you had your ordinary year or, or really you win the competition. You can still learn something off someone. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Great point. Yeah. It's um. Let's just switch focus to your Titans, though. Speaking of uh, yep. things that aren't going quite well, uh, what's happening there? I, I just think I look at what Tyrone Peachy did in the second half, and I think that's a player bereft of confidence as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. and um, I, I think it, it sounds silly that people say it, and the coaches say it as well. And, and I think some people sit at home when they've seen the after game interviews and shake their head, you know. But oh, he's trying a bit too hard, mm-hmm. if, if you know what I mean. Like he's trying to inspire the team by doing certain things and then they try and do things that that, that they don't normally do. Uh, but and Garth Brennan told them at half time um, because they had a couple of forwards off the field uh, to play him through the middle and I was there when he said it and um, and he was 100% right and we, we spoke about it in the box that uh, he wanted to play through the Corona uh, the Sharks, not around them. And what they what did they do in the second half? They tried to go around them, you know. And so he he lost his, you know what, in the in the sheds after the game, and he, he told them because that was a game they should have won, uh, you know. And um, and they had the you know uh, the opportunity to do that, and they just didn't do what they were told. So mm. man, he lost his his shit, and uh, I don't blame him. Yeah, you know what I mean, so, and the and the players actually uh, copped it on the chin um, pretty well. I thought, you know, you, you don't have much say in the matter, but. Um, from what I gather, uh, a lot of them just agreed with him. So you know, can't say too much more than that. You yeah, know, they're, yeah, they're trying their backside off, mate. You know, yeah. but but they're just not not they're just not lacking. Uh, sorry, not playing smart, mm. and that's a, la- a lack of leadership in the team. 
mm. I thought when Shannon Boyd went off too, at the you know, yeah, probably the, the main front rower at the time. He was playing. He's been playing really good the last few weeks, and he went off with that cut and that head injury, and didn't come back on. Uh, and there've been a couple of changes. Tyrone Roberts has been. Yeah, he's been. He, he, he's been really good, uh, and he didn't play last week because of a head knock uh, the previous week. You know, so their halves and that they've. You know, chopped and changed, and um, I feel for Garth Brennan because he's, he's, you know, he's, he's going really good there, and he just just can't get the right mix going at the moment. No, no, and it's disappointing though because you see the Titans when they string it together when oh, they're confident. Yeah, yeah, it's great footy to watch. It is. I really yeah, like it. It's, yeah. it's, it's far removed from those Titans teams that you know just ground out yeah. under Neil Henry, etc. That would just grind away. Like it's quite exciting to watch when they get it together. But sometimes you just need to grind out that win to yes. get your confidence yeah. up. You know, like maybe two or three of them actually. Mm. Uh, you know, and people say, oh. Boy, Boring footy, boring footy, but then they get confidence out of that and the way they go. And the Broncos in the early 90s were a bit like that early, you know, first 20, 30 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. But everyone used to see the last 10, 15 minutes of each half when we scored these unbelievable tries. Pearl had, or Willie Kahn or Mick, you know, Mickey Hancock would score a, a great try, like, went through the hands and down, run 80, 90 minutes. Everyone remembers that. They don't yes. remember the barging and the bashing that goes on beforehand. Yeah. So that's what they all forget about. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, let's just get through to the, uh, this weekend's games. Um, you've been tipping well lately, so I hope everyone mm. that's listening is paying attention. Um, Storm Tigers, geez, the Tigers yeah. were impressive in that first 30 minutes. I think not Nathan Cleary had a heart attack up there with the Panthers. <laughs> um, yeah, so Storm Tigers, yeah, I mean, it's hard to go past. Storm. Yeah, How yeah. good were they? Oh, what, what about the footy they were playing? Yeah, unbelievable. Who was this Pappenhausen block? Yeah, Where's yeah, he come yeah, from? Yeah. How quick is he? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, Queenslander. Um, yeah, and um, I mean... Obviously, um, Cameron Smith, you know, master, master he is around the ruck. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think obviously Craig Bellamy gave him a rocket, you know, the week before. Um, so, yeah, they'll be pretty hard to beat the Storm. Um, I've got to say, though, I like what the Tigers doing. I think it's something that yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, wish, footy. Yeah. we wish the Titans would do is that they're, they're just a solid core of a team yeah, there. Yeah. And they, they have some changes in that, but they just they just sort of they know what they're doing. They mm. seem to know how they want to play yeah. and execute it. Yeah. Um, Panthers and Warriors. Warriors were impressive last week to come back against the Dragons in the second yeah. half. Uh, my, but the Panthers have to win, don't they? Well, they've been dreadful, haven't they? You got yeah. to you got to say it. I think I had them in my top four. Most you know? disappointing yeah, team yeah. in the comp. Yeah, Far yeah. more disappointing than yeah. the Broncos. Yeah, and and yeah, they've been really disappointing. And I know Kickow, you know, has been out, um, so he's a big loss. But yeah, I, if the Panthers don't win this, you know, like Fairding can put a line through them for the yeah. rest of the year. Oh, well, they're not making the eight for me. Yeah. Um, Broncos versus the Roosters. Roosters will not have Boyd Cordner or Daniel Tupo, but they will have yeah. Latrell Mitchell. Five-day turnaround for the Roosters. The Broncos have to win well, this. this if, they, if they don't win this, what are they doing? Yeah, well, it's it's the best time to play them, isn't it, to yeah. be honest. Uh, you know, there'll be bump, got bumps and bruises all over them at the moment. Yeah, plenty of rest for the Broncos. So I've tipped the Roosters only because Webby's tipped the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> I, liked, so, um, I liked Jake Turpin last week. But yeah, 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 yeah. I sort of wonder whether yeah, McCulloch yeah. might have a future as a lock because that speed out of dummy half seemed to really work well for them, which McCulloch just doesn't, yeah. doesn't really have. And, and yeah. I think under Seabold's system, we saw Damien Cook thrive last year. Yeah, well, I, I kind of uh, was a bit in two minds in this game too, but they, they tell me that the Trell Mitchell's playing too, so that's a big plus uh, for the Roosters as well. So, And I, and I think they'll be... Like Cooper Cronk, he loves these type of games, mm-hmm. you know. So he'll he'll be geared he's dismantled up. the Broncos. Exactly right. Yeah, years, it, yeah, mate. He'll be planning a 
him and Luke Keary, a very smart player, Luke Keary, they'll they'll be planning a of attack, you know, type of attack mm. to uh, to get to the Broncos, especially around the middle, middle of the ruck. You know, if if, if a couple of those uh, big Bronco forwards are lazy off the ground, mate, they'll get found out. Oh, they will. That that's an area that Matt Lodge needs to improve yeah. on. Is just that, that yeah. ruck control. Um, Titans versus the Dogs. Uh, I'll be back in the Titans. I know you yeah, will be, yeah, but this yeah. is yeah, th- that's the other disappointing thing about the Cronulla losses. This was a chance to string back to back wins together. Exactly right. Yeah, which I mean, you can't go backwards, but geez, yeah. Disappointing from last week, but uh, the dogs, uh, mate. Uh, you know they're they're a uh, a gritty team too. I, I like you know um, Dean Pay. As I, I said earlier in the year, that I like the, what what he's doing with this side. You know a lot of young fellas. Uh, he's been a uh, their goers, you know, and then obviously you got blokes like Josh Jackson, who's a, I'm a huge fan of. He's he's tackled his backside off for the the dogs the last you know half a dozen years, mm. you know. Josh Jackson and gets never gets a rap, you know, man. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Titans, of course. Uh, dogs, uh, sorry, the Cowboys and the Eels is next up. Uh, the Eels smashed last week. Yeah. Brad Arthur today has just re-signed, which you'd think would, um, yeah, it should help, um, unless they don't want him there, the players. But you'd think they do, otherwise he wouldn't yeah. be re-signed. So that should help them. Who are you tipping? Uh, that's a tough one. Mm. Um, I think the Cows will be, you know, obviously smarting uh, after last week as well. But, they played uh, well in patches, Yeah, they did, yeah, yeah. a couple yeah. of 20 minutes sections yeah, where, yeah. where they were better than the Rebels. Exactly Rambos. right. And... Um, Leading into Origin is now like Cohen Hess, mm. Gavin Cooper, um, the likes. They'll be wanting Matt Scott maybe as well. You know, to they'll they'll want to perform uh, against the Eels. But uh, oh, I mean, I, I like the Cowboys to win, but I'm, I'm going to go the Eels in a bit of a bit of a. I think it'd be an upset, but anyway, oh, they're fifty. I'm going to go the Eels too. Yeah. I, I just think there's there's some real issues there at the Cowboys. Mm. Um, Raiders and Rabbitohs. Good game, um, this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah Raiders yeah. injury hit. Rapana's yeah, out for yeah, a month with yeah. a PCL. Bateman's yeah. still out. Yeah. Um, That's the only reason you go the Rabbitohs. If they, yeah, those two back in, then it'd be, it'd be line ball, wouldn't it? You know it I mean? would be, yeah. yeah. But I, I agree. I think you've got you to go the Rabbitohs here. Because, yeah. geez, uh, that Cody Walker. What a player! Yeah, he was playing Brisbane, well. The Broncos had two two chances to get him. Both uh, hook. Well, he was a well, he was a in the under twenties at the Titans. Yeah, that's uh, years right. Years ago and as well. So I remember, I remember hearing reports. He was pretty wild back then. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was. Yeah, and he had a couple of he, he he missed training a couple of times and things like that. And uh, they they did really well to you know to help him out with um, a few different little programs. They had him on down there, and and uh, yeah, but they couldn't. Couldn't match the offers, uh, the Titans at the time, you know. So, uh, yeah, good luck to him. And, and but, but I say this to people all the time. Some people mature in, in different mm. stages of their life. Some people are a twenty-year-old and act like they're thirty or forty, don't they? You yeah. know what I mean? And but it, you know, he might take a little bit longer to mature. Um, well, I think you know, he so debuted at twenty-six. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah twenty-five or twenty-six. Yeah, yeah. So uh, good luck to him. He's playing great footy. Yeah, he's a nice fella too. Um, Dragons and Knights. Dragons were very disappointing. Last week, that that was their game to win. They should have won it easily. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. And but I mean, the Knights are playing okay now, aren't they? Mm. You know, what I mean, uh, obviously three heard, on the trot. Yeah, we heard that um, Nathan Brown was under the pump there a while ago. You know, he had six weeks. They said so. Obviously, he's might, might have staved off the executioner. Yeah, and uh, well, this so, Knights yeah. team on paper should be around the top four. Really, yeah, they should he, be. No, you're you right. Know, finishing no, third, fourth, right. fifth, yeah, sixth, yeah. something like that. I mean. I'm, I mean, uh, the dra- this is a toss of the coin too, this one, I reckon, because you know, the Dragons are obviously Frizzell and, and a few of them blokes are looking to try and, you know, you and Aiken may be another one in the yeah. centre position. Yeah, they've got for, some in, real problems in yeah, the centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I don't know. Um, I'm going to go, 
I don't know. I'm going to go with the Dragons, but I'm not real sure. I'm going to go with the Knights. I, I, I do like them at the moment. Um, and finally, Sharks and Sea Eagles at Cronulla. Uh, two teams who are absolutely ruined by injuries. Yeah, yeah. Don't know what this game could toss up. No, you're right. And, and how good are they going, really, considering mm. the injuries they've got at the moment? You know, so uh, been impressed with both teams, to be honest. Um I'm hearing there might be one or two back for the Sharks, and so I'm probably kind of lean towards the Sharks, but oh, I don't know. This is another tough one. Yeah, yeah. You just don't know with the Seagulls. They might have one or two back as well. So, mm. um, yeah, I'll, you'd probably think the Sharks at home. Um, as well, with the with the election, mate, doing it for ScoMo, well, mate, well, Shane Webke's mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate, how was, was Peter Dutton? Mate, how was Magic Round too? Oh, oh was mate, great. I, I was very impressed, you know, and the way the NRL organised everything, and you know the maybe the game on the thir- uh, the Thursday night. Uh, oh, got no, to get rid of it. Yeah, the Sharks. Friday, yeah, Saturday, yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so have another game on the Saturday or the Sunday or three on the Friday night, maybe. But, but it, it was be too it was late. great. Well, it wasn't. Oh mate, I, I was totally impressed, and we, you know, we give the NRL a bit of a kick in the gut sometimes about things, but got to take your hat off to them, mate. Yeah. yeah. Well, just being, uh, I was out yeah. um, around lunchtime on Saturday in the city, and just all the jumpers everywhere. Yeah, the old like school the, ones. The whole yeah, rugby yeah, league yeah, yeah. was just had just taken over yeah. the town. It was like being in Auckland for the nines. Yeah. Which was similar. Um. So yeah, it was fantastic. Well, I had, you know, a heap of good mates there on Saturday and Sunday and they were all dressed up and I, I think they're just getting let out, let out now. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they should be home shortly. With a few, with a few charges on their rap sheet, yeah. Oh, well, that'll do us for this week before we get too much into that and uh, <laughs> sell some people down the river. Thanks for listening in. An Axe to Grind is a production of 7 News Brisbane. Hosts are Trevor Gilminster and Chris Gary. Executive produced by Sally Eels and graphics by Paul O'Leary. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.